Uh, welcome to the Valor Podcast today. We are super, super stoked for the conversation that we're about to have, and, and we hope that it, it goes in a good direction. Uh, today we are joined by a couple of guests. Uh, Bryson Christensen is here with us. Welcome, Bryson. Thank you. Good to have Excited you. Glad to be here. Uh, we've been working with Bryson for, uh, I guess, close to, what, six, seven months now, and have known each other for quite a while. And uh, Bryson's a professional in our in our industry, as as well as outside of our industry, right? Yep. Professional in all aspects of life. All areas. Uh, and we are also joined by uh, Big Marcus Wing from the Changing Pace podcast. Oh, light and like the drop, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Bryson, did you have one I needed to drop for you? I can, any, I can drop for us. Any, any, pod, I can any, drop for us. <laughs> any podcast, or, <laughs> this is it. But we, we appreciate you guys uh, being here and, and joining us on the conversation. <laughs> And for Bryson for slurping his <laughs> Red Bull. Bryson's getting used to the, the microphone. That's my, so that's my go-to. Yeah. Any effects that you hear today will be from Bryson. So. <laughs> um, just to kick us off today, we you know we sat around and, and we're just talking about um, some different ideas as far as content that would be helpful today. And one thing that, that we want to focus on is... Uh, the industry that we're currently in and why uh, we've been doing this podcast. I think this is number 10 this is number nine or 10, somewhere around there. Uh, and so all of them. So all of them we're we're all in, um, all, we're all aboard. We're a few episodes in now and we've talked a little bit about what we do, but with Bryson being here today, we thought it'd be a good idea to talk more um, specifically about what we do and, and why we do it. So, um, Bryson, why don't, why don't you start off and, and, uh, give us a, a quick intro of yourself and, and kind of what led you to where you are and we can roll from there. So background on me, I, uh, started in the industry originally I was working at Costco, uh, wearing a hairnet in the bakery back is this, there. Is this really legit? <laughs> is this true story? Cooking cookies, all kinds of stuff. Um, over there in Orem. And one of my buddies, I probably well, bought one from you. Uh, one of my um, buddies that, w- that uh, lived in the same apartment complex, he um, hit me and my wife up at the time and told us that we could make $30,000 in the summer. So I was super pumped about it. You weren't Thought, making that at Costco. What, what no, year, definitely what year not was this? At Costco. This was in 2005. Cool. So first year, um, introduced to summer sales. I, I watched all those videos with Trevor Keys and everybody else on there talking about how they're going to make all this crazy money and really thought that it was just a hoax. Didn't think there's any chance I could make money at all. And uh, got to get the gum out. So <laughs> rule number one. We, we really want to listen to you chomp that gum this whole time. But, but. Oh, yeah. Dakota gets mad at me all the time with the gum. That, that's another podcast. We'll bring her we with We can talk us. about the gum the entire yeah. podcast. So, <laughs> we can talk. She, she, so anyway, um, you know, that, that summer went out there and I got dropped off. Actually didn't have ton, a ton of training. And the first day ended up closing two deals. Never since then, 
you know, I've, I've loved sales. What was that? Um, what were you, were you we're, selling? I was selling home security for first line. Oh, okay. Oh, so, first line. Wow. So that was we, like we really were, back we, in the day. We went out to Stockton, super hood, you know, very, very great for, for security. Um, Utah boys probably shouldn't have been in some of the, the neighborhoods we were in. For yeah, sure. It's the first city in the, in the U S to go bankrupt. Right. Yeah, I think so. So lots and lots of, uh, um, opportunities to be able to sell lots to, of crime there. To your first day, though, I mean, what what do you think? I mean, not many people go out and, and bust a two spot on the first day. So I think that one thing we could talk about, actually, that I was talking with guys about the other day, that's this, I think it's that that newness effect. I don't know if you guys have had that happen with yeah, some I, of your reps. I, I feel like we see it all the time. Honeymoon where, phase where almost, People right? come in and yep. kill it. And then, yep, exactly. And, then they, they and I think that that's what was going on. That first day, I hadn't, I didn't know what to expect. Just went after it and ran to this guy that owned a Taco Bell, the next door neighbor. Both of them had had some problems. One of them had been broken into like the week before. And I just fought through like the 10 pieces of paperwork that we had at the time. <laughs> yeah. um, you had to attach yeah. a blank check, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a $99, $99 blank check. Yeah, it was it was harder to sign up for, our, for security than a house at that point. So anyway, got through all that. Then the rest of the week, you know, kind of struggled just because it was that newness effect. And, you know, and then you kind of, you kind of retract a little bit and then you, you take it a little more seriously. And I feel like if we just, if reps would just go out with that attitude all the time, they'd sell did, more accounts. Did you stay uh consistent after that or did you, did yeah, you, I stayed did the consistent. honeymoon, honeymoon the, phase? My, actually, off my and, nickname for the year was old faithful. Cause I'd usually get like one a day for the year. So old faithful every, every day like I strike. Nickname still rings true. So that's true. So did I, you, I, did you do the one and done technique though? Or, or were you just. No, I'd always, so in order to get that, I, I don't consider myself like one of like the greatest salesmen out there. I feel like I worked really hard. And so it, it's just a numbers game. I'd be, I'd be the guy that was like keeping everybody out. Like when, you know, we needed to leave, I'd be the one in the house after like nine o'clock. We do this thing called like happy houses where you'd see the yeah. lights on, you go hit it up. And so, I mean, that was my first experience with home security. What's the, what's the latest you ever hit a door? Uh, when we were in a tournament, I think there was a time where I I hit a door at like eleven fifteen. Yeah, I, I somewhere in there. That was my, that's like one of the things I probably missed the most about security is just dude, you guys would just throw down at like midnight, and you're like, how what the freak is going on? I I remember one time I knocked a door and and I was in an area much like you described one I shouldn't have been in. Sure, sure as hell should not have been in there after dark. Um, and the dude freaking pointed a gun at me. I was like, all right, I'm done for the night. <laughs> Why? Like, I don't know. Yeah, no. Because I'm a big pansy, I guess. I don't know. Knocking in uh, in tournaments is a blast. I mean, you yeah. know, you knock until, like you said, close to midnight. And, and I, I didn't run into as many happy houses at that point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but some lights were on, so that's good. <laughs> so, I, I, I just always look for um, what I would consider like a young-looking house, right? Like a, yeah. a new Jeep or something like that where it's like, okay, these people are – probably younger, you know, they've probably got some Netflix going on and uh, try to hit that house. So, yeah, I, re I remember there was one house that me and a guy in Texas went to, we had set it up so that if we needed to win the tournament, that he was kind of a ringer for us. And he was kind of like iffy about having us come over. We ended up going over to his house. So it wasn't when we knocked, but we called him up. I think it was like after 12 because with Vivint, you had to have everything submitted by like two or something texas time and so we, we we closed it and got everything finished and signals sent within like five minutes 
and uh, <laughs> got it done. So it was pretty crazy, like what lengths you would go to, to to try to be able to win tournaments. But um, I mean, security was great. I I loved it, um, and I also hated it. It was one of those things where you did, you know, you enjoyed the summer. The summer was over. You made good money, and then you you told yourself you'd never never want to do it again. Like, yeah, the end I'm of done Aug- with this. The end of August, everyone's done. I'm never, never going, going back. back. I'm done, and then I would go back every year and continue to go back and continue to go back. And I think since we're talking about different products, we're kind of that's the topic, different things that we can sell. That's the difference that I've noticed from selling security, selling, um, you know, I, I did dish for a little bit. And now with solar, I feel like it's it's something I could do for forever. That's a job that I can continue to do. And, and it's not one of those things where it's like it's over and then you're done. So so my question is like, because you, I, I want to go back to this um, this idea of like, you know, the end of the year, the end of August, whether you're doing pest control or alarms or satellite or whatever, it's, it's kind of a seasonal gig. Right. Yep. And you said, you know, then, then obviously you get through winter and then January rolls around February, like, uh, you know, like you start to feel like, okay, I'm going to go do this. My question is, do you, is it kind of like an amnesia thing where you forget how bad it sucked or is it a survival thing where it's like there are no other options, like where you're kind of pigeonholing yourself? Does think, that make sense? Like, which one is it? I think it's a little bit of both. It's also like you've got at the top, you know, you always have these great recruiters that these recruiters that get you to go out the next year. There's always something that's keeping you involved with the company. There's either they've got your back end that they're holding over top of you or there's an incentive for the next year. And you're, you're getting to the point where cash flow is, is narrowing down. You're like, okay, well, if I go out for this preseason blitz or whatever, I can make, make an extra couple thousand or, you know, they'll, they'll throw some signing bonus at you or whatever it is. And I think that kind of like gets people hooked back in and then they just continue this like cycle. And so I think the, the great thing about solar is it's just a consistent workplace, a consistent job. I, I think the other side of it too is, uh, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going back. And then you get back home, you start looking at what jobs are available and you start realizing to make the money. If you're, if you're good at sales to make the money you made in the summer, um, you have to, you have to take, or you're not going to make that money and you're going to have to put in hours. Like there's just a lot to it. Like for, for me, my experience was, was so much different. I feel like than ever, like most people that get into this industry. Cause from the second I got into it, like I knew this is where I wanted to be but I was 24 when I got into it in 2010. So I, I had actually worked for my dad for several years. My dad was very successful. Um, he sold his business in 05 or 06. And then I got laid off from them in 2008. And so I spent two years kind of having different jobs, doing tons of different things to make money. So when I found this industry, it was like, Oh, like, hell yeah. Like I, I knew what, I knew what else was out there on the job market. Cause I'd kind of been through it for the last six, you know, six years. So for me, there was, I was never looking to leave. Like from the moment I got in, I, I saw these guys, you know, the, the, the Vivants and, and all the guys at the tops, a lot of these companies, some of those, which still are that were just, you know, I, I actually remember, uh, John Morris was my regional and amp had a, a booklet that kind of showed how much guys had made and they're like leaning on their cars. And John Morris was like leaning on like a Range Rover and he had made like just under a million dollars. And I'm like, dude, if this freaking guy can make a million bucks in a summer, like I can make a hundred thousand. That was kind of my thought. at the time. like, I can make six figures. Like 
And then, and then I made six figures and I was like, okay, I can make two, 200. And then I made 200 and then I was like, okay, I can make 300. And then I made 300 and I was like, okay, I can make 500. And then I've made 500. And it's like, for me that like, it was just, I always had the vision. I was never like, I'm not going to do this now. I will say at the end of my first summer, I was pretty confident. Um, I was going to have a different road than other people. Cause I, I had a family already. Like I, I wasn't gonna be able to travel the way that a lot of the younger guys were. Um, but, but I, I definitely always knew that I wanted to do it. I, I think initially, um, I, I had, I always had the same feeling that you had as far as like, once I, once I set foot in the industry, I, I knew it was hard, but I also knew like, this is a place where I can compete, uh, you know, at a level that I feel com- confident with and, and in the problem was, is that I, um, you know, over the last 15 years that I've done this, especially at the beginning, um, I was very insecure in in my choice of career. And so when I would go home and then I'd get all those questions of like, you know, well, what are you going to do for a real job and, exactly, yep. and all that stuff. And I, you know, at one point I even, I think I was two or three years in and uh, I'd started in alarms and then switched over to pest, which is like, you know, kind of the opposite of what most people do. But I just did a year of alarms and then and then did pest control for seven and um, I remember going home and we were at a family party and my uncle, who I loved to death and I was, I was a total jerk to him, um, but he basically said like, you know, when are you going to get a real job? Like ask that question. And I said, how much do you make in a year? <laughs> and it was the very first time, like oh, yeah. it was a, it was like a turning point for me where I'm like, I'm actually going to stand up for myself. I'm going to stand up for what I do because I make, I make a really good living and at that point, not having a college degree, you know, and going out and making over 80 grand, um, I became proud of that. And that's where, that's where the switch was for me, where I was like, okay, like now I need to be actually, you know, um, seeing this as a career and it's something that I'm good at and make good money at instead of just, you know, insecurity. Yeah. I think the switch for me, cause I had all those questions too, from family constantly. I mean, with respect to my parents, I mean, I think the biggest thing in the, in the industry, even here in the Valley, I don't know if it's just not understanding what the job is, what you can make, not believing it. And I mean, for us, I mean, it's just like me, I first started, I didn't believe I could make 30 grand. Then I went out and made hundreds of thousands. And so then you tell your parents that, and who knows, and your family, like who knows what they really believe that you're making. And so I think that things have changed. I think there's like a cultural difference now where the sales industry, even summer sales is respected a little bit more than it was. I, I feel like to some degree, but to some degree still not like I yeah. had, I recently had some guy in my ward, a lot, a lot better a guy, than it used to be. A guy in my ward was like, Hey, yeah, I, I did summer sales, but then I got a real job and I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, well, Hey, guess what? Uh, my wife drives a 2019 Escalade and your <laughs> wife drives a 2001 Yukon. So you can take your real job and shove it up your ass. Exactly. <laughs> That's, you know, it's like, I, 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 it, and I, I still, I, I think that the reason I get fired up about it is cause I do, I, I think I still lack a little bit of like, it, it's still maybe be, yeah, a little bit of confidence of like, cause it, cause, but it, it you know, I have all these people around me who are making great money and, and very fulfilled by what they do, like more so than money. It's, there's a great sense of fulfillment that comes from, from what we do. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, we did, a, we did a zoom call the other day with our team and I, I kind of went a little crazy. I feel like on it, but I was just like. Like, I, th- I think the big problem with our industry as well is everyone makes it sound like it's so easy. And that's what, that's where, that's where I think the perception is, is that 
is that um, why a lot of people have a negative, such a negative uh, spin on it that aren't in the industry is, is it's kind of, it's kind of pitched. Oh, you can go make all this easy money. And the reality is no one that's making money in this industry is doing it easily. Like it's, it's hard as freaking hell to, uh, to make money, but it's, you can do it and Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's very doable, but it is tough. Like it's not like, it's not, it's not, easy no matter what industry you're in no matter what what whether you're selling pest alarms like you're gonna go out and you're gonna grind and you're gonna work hard to make that money now isn't isn't it funny that um sorry i cut you off no you're good Uh, isn't it funny that like we're talking about respect right respect of this industry and what we do and the funny thing is when you think about it it's like there's respect for somebody who's sitting at a desk nine to five. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I actually do respect that, right? There's somebody that's just, um, they're plugging away. They've made a commitment. Pencil but, pushing. But yeah, but like how is there not respect for somebody who is going out and grinding and talking to strangers, which is one of the, I, I mean, that's one of the greatest fears, right? Over death, one of the greatest fears is public speaking to strangers, right? They said yeah. that it's it's better to be in the casket than to be speaking at the funeral. Because that's that's actually a bigger fear than actually being dead <laughs> for, for yeah. some people. So the fact that there is a lack of respect, I think, is funny. And I, I do love um, I love the attention that people like Sam Taggart have brought to the industry as far as trying to le- you know level up and raise the level of, of respect for what we do. Um, I think what's interesting is that there's, at least for me, and we're, we're talking about direct sales specifically, right? Mm-hmm. For me, there's been kind of a graduation experience where I I started really in pest control, right? Like I had that one one one-off year, but I started in pest control. I graduated into alarms. You guys beat me there. You kind of, you you skipped the seven years of pest control. Um, But I, you know, I graduated into alarms and and I did, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I had a really great experience. I had incredible leaders and mentors. Um, But there comes a point, like what you were saying, Jason, is, you know, you, you kind of graduate, your life graduates you out of it. And I wish I would have found it sooner, but the fact that I did find it when I did, where, you know, when you have kids, when you have relationships and with the industry that we're currently in with solar, there isn't the moving around, right? Like there's your, it's an established career where you have a home office, you have a, a home territory mm-hmm. and, and yet the money is better than, you know, than I've ever experienced. So yeah, it's completely different. I mean, I think it's hard for families to look at and take seriously a job where you're traveling. I mean, I, I feel like I've been in almost every state. Yeah. And so that does have a certain effect on your family. There, there was probably an aspect of where I might have taken that a little bit too far. Maybe, you know, that did affect relationships, family stuff, like getting real with that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, there's the other side of it that you do have a lot of free time. You are able to enjoy a lot of things, but you're right. It's completely different now where I'm, you know, I'm working here in Utah. I travel a little bit, but it's a year round type of position. And the money is, I feel like it's, you put the same amount of effort in similar to like a a dish, uh, a satellite sales position or, or pest control. And you're making three, four times the money with the same effort. And then it's, it, it's because it's so new, because it's so exciting because it's a new industry and, and it's fun. And, and there's, there's things that are constantly changing. I feel like 
I'm always rejuvenated and excited about the opportunity versus every year I kind of was like, oh, I got to drag myself out on the doors again. I got to do it. I feel like with this, it's just, it becomes pretty easy. It's still difficult. You still have to put in the hours. You still have to put in the time. Yeah. But I feel like it's completely different than it was just going out for the summer, making yourself put yourself into a, a grinding situation for four months straight and then being burnt out and then it, re- recovering for six months, then going out and doing it again for four months. If you say that it's easy, Jason will come at you. So yeah. <laughs> be careful. not easy. Be careful. Um, easier. Simple, I would say. right? It's simple, not easy. Um, easier in a different way. I, I think, you know, and I, I feel like I'm, I keep kind of backtracking, but I think you, you touched on something that's really important to talk about because I have also experienced it in my life in regards to traveling and relationships, right? Where it's, it can be extremely hard. And I think there's something weird. I don't know if it's how we were raised as kids. I don't know if there's daddy issues for me. I don't know what it is, but there's an an escape that happens in a way. Like when you go to a different area or where you, you know, you go to a different city for these four or five months, in some ways there's almost like this escape. It's almost like this addiction where you, you know, you're going away from this person that you are at home and you get to go escape for four or five months. And so, I mean, I, I understand like there's this whole sales aspect to it, right. And making money and all that, but on a personal level, like what is going on, <laughs> you know, in regards to us maybe needing to get away or needing to, you know, to have that, that fresh start every year. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. do you guys experience that at all? Yeah. I mean, I think there was, there was a lot of um, good things that came from that, being able to be in different cities, experience, you know, n- new situations, like meeting new people, um, seeing the, the U.S., like outside of Utah, like our culture here, like if you don't leave Utah, you don't know what the world is like. And I feel like being in, the, in all those different places, th- there was some excitement to that, going to a new place. And I feel like you can do that with solar right now. You can, there's so many different markets that are popping up that are new. And that's kind of our, our thing, our niche. I don't want to tell you guys all the secrets that we do, but um, Jason might get mad about that if we say everything. But Jeez, Jason's angry today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, but that's the idea is there's so many different areas that you can go to with solar still, and the excitement is even, even higher because it's like going to a security area for the first time and doing the, 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 the sign approach or the door approach, the, the new pitch. You don't have to be tricky with solar. It's a logical sale. You go into a new market and people are just, you know, they're, they're ready. They're excited. How is it logical? I feel like logical because everybody has a power bill. Everybody has a power bill. Everybody's going to to pay it every month. It's, you know, there, there's, there is so many people out there that have um, in, in the world that, that are, that are there and ready. You're, if you're going to cast your nets with anything with, um, with solar, you're going to capture potentially 90% of the people that are out there. Maybe more than that here in Utah. I don't even know what the percentage is that, that went solar, like less than 5%. So, so we're potentially able to cast our nets and bring in 95% of the population here that hasn't signed up for solar. And then as far as logical, the difference is, is like when I was going into a home with, with security, I was knocking on the door. I was saying, Hey, what parts of the house are the most vulnerable? What type of slider do you guys have? Um, you know, have you guys heard about the crime in the neighborhood? Single or double pane? Yeah. Are, Is that are, your smoke detector? Are you single? Are you married? Cause you might be scared because there's a lot of crime in the neighborhood. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't bring that up. But, the, <laughs> oh. but are you single? Yeah. 
But I guess when you look like him, you can take that approach. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, that, wasn't, to convert. That, that wasn't my line. But but that that's the idea. I would always have to be pushing certain buttons to try to get them to go such an emotional sale with security. I feel like there's some emotion to solar, but it's more logical. If you paint the picture perfectly, just like yesterday, I had, had a customer. He's just like, this just makes perfect sense. Why would I not do this? I'm paying $80 right now. It's going to be $76 with you guys. Why would I not just do this? Is there something in there? And we kept going on and on about it. And, I, and he was like the perfect customer for this. He just got it. He's one of the probably top five, maybe maybe the top got, top person that I've ever talked to that just got understood the concept. So, and, sometimes and was just the, like, Let's sometimes just go the hardest objection we have to overcome is it makes too much sense. Exactly. Like, sometimes people are like, you know, I, I, I see this all the time or I hear this all the time. Well, my mom said that it, my parents said that if it was too good to be true, it usually is. And something seems weird about this. And it's like, no, you're, you're, you're still, you're, you know, it's just like buying a house. You're still making a, an investment, but it, it's just a smarter investment than to continue with the power company. I, I think for me, where I, where I made the connection that made sense and where I, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed selling other products and I've enjoyed it because of the people, right? Like going out mm-hmm. and, and, selling with people that I like and then also meeting new customers. And I've always enjoyed that part of it. And I think I will always continue to enjoy that part of it. What has changed for me though, is like, I'll be, I'll be sitting down with a customer and having those conversations that we're talking about where, you know, you're going over the fact that this isn't a new bill, right? Like I'm not creating something new for you, which is probably why I focused on switchovers with alarms and pest, but like, I'm not, I'm not creating a new bill for you. This is something that you're already paying. You're just changing how you pay for power. And as I go through that process, I realize like, man, I really love this sale. I love the sale. Like not just the people, not just who I'm working with, but the fact that it is so logical that the presentation is so much fun that you're doing something good for them, something good for the environment. Like that's the part that, that snagged me. And I, it, it kind of surprised me to be honest. Like a couple of times I got in the, the homes that I'm doing the presentation and I'm just like, man, this is like, this is actually a really, really, great sale it's really enjoyable like that's i think that's the difference for me is that it's enjoyable like i actually enjoy sitting down with people and going over this because i don't feel like it's pressure um it's like what what jason said it's you know it's a no-brainer and it makes so much sense that if anything that's the hard part you know it's like what's it's it's the only it's the only product that i've found and i've sold quite a bit of you know different things over the years um, but it's the only product that you can truly say it was it's it was a really good decision for the customer. It was a really good win for the for the sales rep because they can make a really good commission and it's a really good win for the company. Um, usually in all the products I've sold, either I felt like I was winning and I was, you know, I, I worked for uh, I did telecom for a long time. So and, and a lot of times it was a, it was a short term win for the customer. But, you know, like. If you've sold after those two years, yeah, well, even <laughs> after, after the first year, even after like the first 90 days when yeah. they get that bill and they forgot to cancel HBO and their bill goes up or you gave them free Sunday ticket and they don't call and cancel Sunday ticket. And next thing you know, they're getting charged 300 bucks for that. The second year, like whatever the case may be like short term. Yes. They save 20 bucks a month. Long term. They're probably really not going to save because they're going to end up paying for the movie channels. One time they're going to end up paying for the Sunday ticket or whatever the case is, all the, the free things they add on. Like, there, you know, I, I filled it enough phone calls from those customers were like, man, I, I did this to save 20 bucks and now I have to buy Sunday ticket because I didn't cancel it in time. And it's like, that wasn't a win for the customer in a lot of scenarios. And I'm not trying to bash on satellite. It's just, that's what I've have, had a lot of experience in. 
Um, I actually really enjoyed it for a, a while. Um, and, 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 but for me, it was just like, there, there's no, you know, if a customer has a tax appetite and, and they're going to get those tax incentives back, which I think is the only, the only caveat, then it's a win for them. Like it ends up being a huge win for them and we're able to pay our people really well. So it's a huge win for our people. Um, and the company's able to be very healthy, which makes it a huge win for the company. And we're able to provide, we're going to be able to provide service for our sales reps and for our customers for a very long time. Um, because it's a win in all three categories. Yeah. And I, you, you mentioned, you know, like, well, I don't want to bash on, on satellite and I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I don't, we're not trying to say, Hey, these are other, you know, these other products are bad or, or don't do these things. Cause my, uh, my mentor that we had on here, Mark Cram, he told me, and I think this was probably the first or second meeting that I had with him, but he said, if you don't do this with us, just do it. You know, t- talking about door to door. He's like, I don't care if you do it with us, just do it. It'll change your life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as we're, as we're talking about the benefits of what we're currently doing, I think it's important to note that, and especially since we don't have like proper representation of the other products now, other than us having done it, um, that doing this direct sales is what is life changing. We just happen to have found something that we feel kind of combines all of the good things, right? Like where we feel like this is a product that makes sense, especially if, you know, if you want to do this long term. I think some of those other ones, if you want to, you know, if we're talking like onesies, twosies, and you're just maybe going out for a summer or two, then, you know, then maybe those other products make sense. But long-term, especially if you want to have good relationships and, you know, and be able to have some longevity in the industry, this is where, this is where it's at. Yeah. I I think, uh, going, going back to what Jason was saying, the, the hardest thing for me, and I have a ton of respect for security. I have a ton of respect for satellite. Like I, it got me. I was able to make, I I was, I I didn't do any pests. I I dabbled with zero respect, dabbled with maybe, no, I still have respect for it. I have respect for all. I I mean, I have respect for, for all, all anything. I I have like the most respect for pests because they get paid probably the least. They have to grind the hardest. They they don't get paid the least at the end of the year. I'm not saying that because Uh, I know, I know a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys, I mean, dude, dudes are throwing down like a thousand accounts nowadays. Now, this yeah. is yeah. true. It, yeah. Mind-boggling. Like those dudes are the grinders of all grinders. And, the, and, and I'm not talking and they're about great. And they the, the and they are grinder. great. They are great at solar too. Yeah. So pest guys are always amazing at solar. But I I would say that uh, one of the the great things for me is not getting those phone calls. Not after solar's installed, you you really that's the proof in in the product you don't get the calls that you would get with, with security, the calls that you would get with satellite where you're getting double billed or, or there's an issue or, you know, the customer's calling because they, they can't figure out how to use their home security system. I love all of those products. I think they're great, but I think that's the refreshing thing for me that keeps the longevity going is customers are happy. If they're calling you most of the time, if you've done a good job, they're giving you a referral. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the refreshing part of it that, that, that keeps me going. That's been actually shocking to me, (laughs) to be honest. It's been shocking. Like as I've, as I've worked with more and more customers and really the only, like I I used to be almost kind of fearful, you know, to get the phone call. And this is the first industry. When when you get an area code that you sold in, you're like, yeah, son of a bitch. Change your number. Well, that's why I used to do like the the sideline or the Google number. The Google number. Which one should I answer? (laughs) At the end of the summer, you just throw the one off the bridge. The burner. (laughs) You see all those guys on social media. I've changed my number. Here's, yeah, here's my exactly. new number. My new burner phone this summer. 
Um, oh, my, my favorite was when Vivint changed their name and someone went around and spray painted all the signs. F'd over too many people had to change the name underneath all of them. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. It was pretty bad. Like down in Provo, a couple of the signs, they jumped up there and spray painted that on all of them. Oh, really? When they said same great product, new, new name or something. Well, we all go through growth phases, right? I think I think companies go through the same thing that we do as human beings where they're like, yeah, we kind of messed up on some of these areas. We might as well rebrand and, and it's kind of like a new, a new birth for some people. But I, I think f- for me, again, it's just the, the ability to communicate with customers at a level that's exciting and happy and referrals, like what Bryson said, I've had people call me now and it's for referrals and I'm like, I'm blown away because I'm generally, I almost have anxiety for, for picking up the phone call based off of the last, you know, 13 years of experience in other products. And now it's like, or it's simple, like, you know, Hey, I just, I, um, you know, we just got this all set up. Like, how do we turn it on? You know, it's just, it's all happy and positive. And that's been, you know, it's not like, Hey, we've got a pack of black widows that are running into our basement you know or whatever it's you said yeah. you said we wouldn't have those anymore yeah and, and so and the, and the other thing that that that, I, that exactly exactly the other thing for me you said you were going to have a perimeter three feet up five feet out hey for ever, having never sold it you're pretty damn good oh no um, i did a summer pest <laughs> oh that's right that's, that's right seattle right yeah, yeah no uh portland portland yeah the the other portland. thing that that i'm thinking of right now is it's I feel like with with solar, I can talk to my friends and family confidently and bring them into it, whatever their position is, whatever, you know, they could be working, you know, at uh, Google, wherever, whatever they're doing, working at the grocery store, it doesn't really matter. I felt like with security, I was always hesitant about I'd have to think about the person, what, the, what they're doing, and I was kind of hesitant about bringing them in because I didn't know how their experience would be, and I had some bad experience with bringing friends and family into it. And so I feel like with this, I can confidently talk to anyone. I can talk to my brother. I can talk to bring in anybody into the industry, whatever they're doing, and they can be successful with this if they follow the right process. And it's been it's been amazing to be able to see people that maybe weren't as, as successful in the summer sales industry come into this and find success. And, and a lot of people are like, well, solar's harder. It's more difficult. I feel like it's the easiest product out there and you make the highest it, it, amount the, of money. hundred percent is the easiest product. And for some reason, guys that have sold other, I, I think, I think, I, I think truthfully, I think, I think, well, it does seem harder to sell when you think about it, man, that's a, I'm gonna go sell someone a $50,000 solar system. Like, Ooh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but when no, you know, that's not the way the customer looks at it. But I, and I think that, I think that's a big thing that what the other industries constantly say um, as a safeguard to their people, because the, the reality is like, there's no one I know that came from any other industry that if they work just as hard, they don't make four times as much. Like th- there's, mm-hmm. there's nobody I know. Actually, if they work just as hard, they'll probably make 10 times as much. Like no, nobody in solar is grind. Uh, no, very few people. Let me say, I can't say nobody. Very few people are grinding the way that we grind, you know, that we used to get out and hustle from 12 to nine or sometimes midnight on competitions. Um, doing alarms or doing pests, like nobody's really doing that. Um, we definitely work less hours. We promote, we promote, we promote a way better lifestyle. I I think that's the biggest thing for me is like my lifestyle over the last six years that I've been in solar is so much better. Like I actually, I make more money, but I also, I have more time freedom than I ever had. Like, I mean, how many summers was I, I don't know about you guys, but like a big thing for my family 
was Lake Powell. And how many summers did I not get to go to Lake Powell with my family because I was out selling? Um, the answer was several and, and it was, it wasn't great. Like now I can go to Lake Powell three times if I want and still make way more money than I was ever making. Um, because I have the time freedom to do that. And I know, I know I can go do it. Let's also talk about in regards to that lifestyle. When I came to solar, I found a unicorn or at least what I thought was, and it's a thing called leads. And I literally, so, um, you know, again, doing, doing pest control, satellite alarms, you're out grinding and you're, you're out doing self-generated leads, right? So you're knocking on doors or talking to people, getting referrals and it's all self-generated and that's still super, super important. However, when I moved over to solar and I pull up my calendar one day, you know, like a couple of days after I had, I had joined and, uh, have this customer's name on my calendar and their address and I was freaking out. I was like, what? Like this yeah. just, they just put this they, on my calendar. They give, they give you like, this for free. I just, I get to go show up to this person and sit down and talk with them. And, um, and, and I think if there's anything that is really, um, what's the word not taken advantage of, but, um, in our industry where, where people just don't realize what they have, it's leads, you know, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's not that we, we have them all day long, but just, you know, every once in a while you get one of those suckers on your calendar and for me personally, that's where the balance comes from. Like if we're talking about balance of life, the difference of doing this 12, cause some people are like, well, solar is year round. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what, that's what I thought when I was doing alarms is like, well, it's year round. So I don't, I definitely do not want to knock year round. I've did, I've done that before. I did pest control. And then from a pest control summer, summer, I jumped straight into a year round satellite program. So I did a 12 months of knocking like every single day, you know, two to 10. And so, um, longevity over here, when you're thinking like, well, how do you do it for 12 months? Mm-hmm. The answer is, is that you have a balance between leads, right. That are on your calendar, either from a setter team or from web leads or what have you. And you have self gen. So you have this balance of the two. Do you guys find that? Or am, yeah, am no, I just like, yeah, I, no, it, I breaks up, it. it breaks up the monotony because you're going the, out and you're knocking and you, and you're grinding and you're getting, you got some stuff and then all of a sudden, you know, you've got a lead or two that shows up on your schedule. It's like, yeah, wow, yeah. you could be getting, you could be getting your ass kicked on the doors, people yelling at you, maybe having a bad day. And then all of a sudden, wow, I've got a lead I can go to it totally changes like your morale and the way that you're feeling. And then you, you're able to go and then, and potentially close that deal. I just feel like, yeah, you're right. It, it helps you continue to move forward. Having that that switch up is going to something different. I think different. it's also it's also like six hours on the doors will fill your whole week because you'll have so many. If you, you spend six hours on the doors, you'll be following up, do, closing deals, doing, you, you know, it, it's just, it's a different, it's different in that regard where like with security is like you get in the house, you sell it, the tech comes, it's installed where here it's like a lot of times we're, we have to get a proposal made. So sometimes we're doing it the same day. Sometimes we're doing it next day. Sometimes we're doing it a week later, but you know, if that's when the customer is available. So once you, you go knock for four to six hours a week, like you're, you're now going back to those customers doing follow-up, maybe getting a picture, a signature, whatever. But it, it's also, it's just not the same in that, that you literally, you can't knock the amount of, I mean, you could, but it would be, you can't, you really can't knock the amount of hours you can anywhere else because, because it's, it's, it's a different type of cell. Um, which, you know, so if we can get someone, if our guys will knock six hours a week, like we, we know they will, they will sell 
so many accounts. Like it's, it, it's just crazy. And that, and that makes it a lot easier to do year round because we're not dropping guys off at noon. They're, they're knocking till, till, uh, till nine o'clock. Like it, it's just, they literally, if we can get them to knock six hours a week, they will have more appointments than, than they, than they'll have which time to is, which is, which is, between, wi- which is wild, right? Six hours. That's, that is an adjustment because, um, there's this conundrum where, you actually feel like you're not working hard enough with solar, right? When I yeah. first came into it, because it's it's uh, the difference between smarter and harder, right? You have to have a combination of, of the two. But I learned a lot of patience with this sale. Like where I, I didn't have, I still struggle with it, but I, I didn't have the patience when I first moved, moved to this product because you're, you're with uh, some other products, you're selling the products, right? And it's usually like in the moment and it's high pressure, with solar, you're definitely more of a consultant, you know, where you're, you're consulting somebody through the process. And so that was something that I had to learn was, you know, how do I, how do I slow down? How do I have some patience? It's not that you can't have same days. It's not that you can't, you know, if people are ready, obviously there's no reason to wait. Um, but it's definitely more of a consultative process in, in my opinion, anyway, if you guys see it that way, but, Mm -hmm. um, and I had to learn a little bit of patience. Yeah, for sure. I feel like you're, you're engaging with the, the customer, the relationship is, is a lot stronger than it would be, at least for me, my experience. Sometimes I'd have sales where I'd just like run away. Like I'd be like, I don't want to go back to that customer until it's installed. I'm not going to drive back by that house. Like, I don't know if you guys ever felt that maybe that's just, but I, but I, but I didn't want to go near that customer until the three days were done. You know, I don't have that feeling ever with solar. Like I'm, I'm not worried about going and talking to them. And I, and maybe that's just because the, w- the way the process is set up. I don't know, but it's just an enjoyable thing. Like I, well, I, I think, can go back I the, the next day and talk to that customer and get a referral from them. I can go back and take a picture if I need to get a, a certain thing to be able to move them forward. I mean, it's, it's not an issue. The, the testament to the product is imagine if you satellite alarms pest, imagine if you push the service of the install out 30 days. Yeah. How many people would still be there wanting to get installed in 30 days? None of them. Um, with solar, it's like every, every, every install is 30 to, to 60, sometimes even a, more depending on HOAs. And it's like, so, so that's a testament to the product. People sign up for the product because they want it because it's logical, not because you built a bunch of really good emotion that they're going to have black widows or that, the, that their back door is going to get kicked yeah. in or that, um, you know, a satellite that, that they, that they're going to save five bucks a month. So what about, um, I'm bringing up some, some thoughts that I, you know, somebody listening to this, that's obviously still selling those other products. Again, there's no offense meant. Right. Um, but I think one question that somebody would ask is like, well, I go out and sell alarms and I can sell, you know, five or more of those suckers in a day and pest control 10 plus in a day, right? Like you're just constantly selling. Whereas with, um, Sorry about that. Was my alarm. <laughs> we should it's be done. Just up. kidding. Time, time, time to, to wake up, up normally. <laughs> uh, the other benefit of solar: Jess sleeps until eleven. That's right. Um, I, I'd believe that, but he has twins that are probably <laughs> bouncing on his face at like four thirty. You have no idea. <laughs> um, but you know, selling that many in a day, and the and the concern that I often get, especially people that are moving over from pest control is like I'm constantly selling, right? Like you're constantly on this high of selling. Mm -hmm. Whereas what some people would say is you move over to solar and you're getting, you know, maybe one or two a week, uh, especially at the beginning, right? And so 
what would you guys say as far as um, having that? And, and again, it goes back to patience, right? But like, how have you experienced that difference as far as like the lack of a high number of sales? I would, I would say that there's a lot of truth to that. It's like fishing. You're going out and you're catching, like if you're going and you're fishing in like a, a local pond here, you're catching a bunch of, you know, small trout or whatever, you, one after another. I mean, that's exciting to a certain point. But once you get to the point where you're in solar because of the difference in commission, it's like going and catching a marlin, reeling it in. And that excitement, bringing that thing in the boat, seeing your check at the end every, of the week. Every time, it's like every it's time like, it's like a marlin again. You do the math. And it's you're like, like, I can't believe they paid me that. That's a great, that. I, that's I, a great I, example. I caught, I caught this huge fish. Um, it's exciting. And then it's like, is it really fun to go and catch these little dinkers and, and continue to like, I mean, and that's <laughs> like, is that, is that really fun? I mean, I don't know. It's action. And maybe some people, they like that action all the time. And that's the difference. But I think catching that big fish and bringing and getting that huge check, it gets me pumped every, every time I see it still. Like if I, every sale on there is like boom 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 you know so what so, so what, i think that's the difference i love that analogy and going back to what um jason said earlier is like if you just put in the work with solar that you put in with other products right because yeah. i actually think what another um if somebody were to come back and say well yeah but if i catch x amount of trout right that's going to be more than one marlin yeah that's the other that's the other thought right and so the response to that is well then just go catch more marlin yeah right like keep your line in the water and that's and that is one of the the issues i see or one of the battles with solar is that you do make so much money that people start to pump the brakes a little bit yeah they, they call it a day they bring it in they say hey we're done fishing for the day we caught so how do we how do we overcome uh, that i think in the industry that hasn't been tested i think there's some people that have done have pushed pushed the limits to a certain point but i don't think that like there's in my mind like i think back about you know days that i had a crazy amount of sales and security i put in a ton of work i i don't i don't know and maybe i haven't pushed myself to this point or or have have done it yet but i don't know that that you couldn't do that with solar you couldn't do the same thing um, but I think that is a big problem. That is the biggest problem in the industry is guys make too much money. And you guys are probably laughing about, about this, hearing this, like, ha yeah, they make too much money. No, but it is a problem. You make too much money and then you relax and you're like, oh crap. You know, I, and then, and then it's this constant up and down thing. The guys that do really great in solar are the consistent ones that, that, that don't, um, get, have that emotional, um, you know, feeling when they see that check they're they're like, okay, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go out and grind today. Um, but it's hard not to do that. Even for me, like I see, oh, I've got a big check. I can relax next week. I don't have to sell as many. Um, so I think the guys that are pushing themselves to selling like 30 plus in a month and, and I, I'm, I'm yet to see somebody do, you know, 50 plus. I heard about a guy in, in Texas doing 45. Um, but I think there's no reason why, why we couldn't see that in the next couple of years. Yeah, if people start doing, I mean, pest control, even six or seven years ago, you know, the top guys are selling three, 400 accounts. And like Jason said, now it's, you know, you, you see people going out every summer selling a thousand accounts. And I'm like, I don't know. And they're bigger contracts. Mm -hmm. And I thought like I, I worked my butt off and I, and I was a pretty decent sales, you know, salesman. And I still realize that those numbers are just crazy. And it's just a belief system, right? It's just yep. a belief system that 
somebody goes out and does it and then and then the rest will follow and so i think that's definitely that's on our shoulders as leaders is to set you know to set a certain pace and to find other good leaders to set those pace that pace so that we can you know we can level up in in a way and and that maybe you know the 200 300,000 that we can make comfortably is you know can be leveled up to half a million that we're making you know with some discomfort so it's just time to time to level that up for sure yeah i mean i i uh i definitely think that there there is room for us to be able to see some some people really jump out hit some record numbers in the next couple of years and i'm excited to see what we can bring in we've had we have some talented people and we're just getting to the point where we're really just, we're really pushing them. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we, we could, we could easily have somebody that, that pushes that gets, gets us to that 50 mark. Um, we're just waiting for somebody to really come in. Jason's told me he's going to go for a hundred in a month at some point. Right? I'm actually super confident that Jason <laughs> could do that. <laughs> I saw you. Just I turn saw, it on. I saw Jason. I, I think I'm your good luck charm, but I saw you throw down four in a day. And for solar, you know, that's, that's also something what, that's not really, what was the difference that day? Jess. See, yeah. I take him with I, you every day. No, I mean, it, that's a joke, but it's not, I, think, I distracted I mean, the when kids. You, <laughs> when you bring somebody with you, um, when I have someone ride along with me, there's definitely like, it helps you stay in a little bit better energy. I think mm-hmm. in that day, me and Jess just had really good energy. The first cell was a lot of fun. Um, and we just, we just carried it through. And, and, and honestly, like, for solar, I feel like that day I actually didn't knock a single door because I just had I had so many appointments. I had so many appointments set up that day that it was one to the next, and and all the appointments j- just fell into place. Like it, 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 I definitely obviously did a, did a, a good job selling, but but it was it was just good appointments that I had, they were all every single one of them was self gen that I had knocked the door previous. I just had those appointments scheduled from previous knocking I had done that week. You know, what's interesting is when that it's so contagious, you know, that, that energy is so contagious when you're closing. And we had, I think maybe five minutes and, um, Jason was like, Hey, you know, like, let's go knock a couple doors. And it was in between. So we actually did, we actually oh, did knock a couple, we did knock a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had maybe, I mean, it was maybe five or 10 minutes was all right. And so we go and we, we knock maybe two or three doors each and set every single lead, like every single door was a lead. Because that that, oh, that is true. I remember which neighborhood we knocked now. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a little, little ghetto. Um, but like the the energy was so Not contagious. Me. Yeah, I would never <laughs> knock in the ghetto. <laughs> hey, they have power too. Um, but yep. yeah, we you know anyway anyway just the the energy was just so contagious it was exciting. The the other thing I would say is the process has changed too to where, you know, you guys are coming over. You're looking at different like that's one of the big things I think that holds people back from jumping into solar is. That, that you know they talk about all the different things that, that you have to go through and I, when i first started in solar it was complicated very difficult still is difficult but because of the technology improvements which part are you, are you talking I'm, about the I'm, information i'm talking, the, I'm talking the, about like in, everything from 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 when you sit down with the customer all the way through install. design everything like all of it the, the entire cell it goes very smoothly and it's it's very quick compared to what it was before i mean i i feel like you had so many different things that we would have to platforms we'd have to jump into. And I don't want to give all of our secrets away, but we're, we're, it's very, you know, easy to get through a sale. Last night it took me like 20 minutes to get through qualifying the customer, do the welcome call, 
And, I, and, and then, I'll and say then though, move, moving on from that, um, because he just understood it. Normally, it's it's it takes longer than that. But I'm just saying, yeah, it's yeah. it's not it's not a situation where you're jumping into this where we've broke it down. It's 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 a simple thing. The, the sales pro- right. the sales process at Fluent Solar is definitely the best I've seen. Yeah. Um, as far as they've made, we've made, I should say, a very very big push. To, to keep the salesperson in mind as we built it. And like, there's been some things that we're able to do that have, that have made getting that customer. Like, the thing that blows my mind the most. And for, for people that are in solar, they'll understand like we were installing 80, 82% of the jobs that we sign like in, in solar. That is, that is amazing. Unheard of. Like, we tell people we, about that. They, like they, they, don't, they, they don't believe we, us. We, we've taken out, there's never, like, there's ne- like very rarely less than 1% of our jobs have a change order. We don't charge. We don't charge for uh, MPUs. We don't charge the rep for or the customer for um, any of the, anything additional that that you know that that may have caused cancels in the past. And we just we've really tried to remove the the amount of times we put a customer at a point of decision um, to where when they when they sign up for solar, um, the really the next thing the next decision they're going to make is what day it's going to be installed when we call them to schedule the install. And that's, that's been a big focus of ours is, is cause I, I've in the past, I've, I've worked with a lot of companies that, that they make you, they make, they're trying to avoid cancels because it does cost the company money when you get its customer into the pipeline and then they fall out. But in order to avoid cancels, they're creating like 20% more cancels. And it's, 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 it's hard on a, on a salesperson's psyche to, to go sell, a hundred, you know, 10 deals and have four or five of those cancel. Um, and then two or three of those cancels are, are, are things that they are out of your control. Yeah. That they felt were avoidable. Yeah. You know, that seems like it could have been avoided. It could have been avoided and then it's out of your control and that's super frustrating for any any salesperson. I think that we, we have a process that is easy to follow. Right. And it's easy to teach. It's replicable, (laughs) replicable. I was gonna, I was like, I know I can say this word. (laughs) Um, it's easy to replicate. And I think that's where we also are growing so quickly is because once we, once we put a leader in a position, either in a new market or in a current market, and they use these processes that are already in place, it's like a machine, right? Like it's, it's the way that we grow is like a machine. It's just exponential because it's so easy to replicate. And so, you know, I, I would say, and, and again, this is, we haven't done this yet on this podcast and, um, but I think it's fair for us to actually promote what we're doing, right. And, and promote, um, the success that we found in it. And I would just say, if anybody, whether you're in solar or you're selling other products or you're interested, just come talk to us, you know, like we're, uh, we're the type of people we're going to be honest and, and upfront and answer the questions. But I would just say, you know, especially if you're in solar already, we have a process that we feel is the, the at the highest level in our industry to where we're having less cancellations. We have a great pay scale. We have great leadership. And more and people that come through the door sell. Yeah. Sell faster. I, I think that's the big thing that I, I believe has brought me the success that I've had in this industry is when I got into it and Bryson kind of said it and then we can wrap it up. But Bryson kind of said this earlier. He's like, hey, when I got in this industry, there was no training. Well, newsflash, I'm sure Jess feels the same way. My first day out, I followed a buddy of mine around, watched him sell, and I was like, yeah, that seemed easy enough. I guess I'll go try it. Like, that was training. And then you'd show up to correlation every day, and they would embarrass you and make you get up in front of everybody and try and give your pitch. But that was really the training, you know, like um, where – and and so 
when I was early in this, in this, I was watching, uh, and I don't even know how old the show was. So maybe it was, maybe it was more later than I realized, but, um, Marcus Lamonas has that show. What's it called? The prophet. And I was watching it and he, t- he always talks about, and it's kind of cheesy, but he always talks about, um, to, to have a good business. You have to have a good product. Um, you have to have good people and you have to have a good process. And what I realized really early, uh, as I became into management, which was after about six or after about five years of being in the industry was, we have good products. We have good people. Most of these companies have zero process and that, and I had spun my wheels and I had really, I really got my, my ass handed to me the first couple of times I tried to manage in this industry. I couldn't ever get anybody to work for me. I couldn't get the guys that did work for me to sell. Like, and it was just, it really, I felt like I was beating my head against the wall. Um, until I just developed a process. And now that's the process that we, we, we literally, our whole goal and the conversations that, and you guys know this obviously, because we have these conversations all the time, but the, the goal amongst me, Bryce and Jess and river always is how do we make life easier for the managers that work for us? And for the sales reps, how do we take a little more off of their plate and take, and, and take a little more away from them so that they can do what they're good at, which is train and sell. And, yeah. and that's, that's what we've built it around is, is really focusing on processes that, you know, for example, I think one of the hardest things in, to do in this industry is recruit. Um, and we literally like most of our managers have not personally recruited more than two people, which we're not proud of to be completely honest. Um, I mean, maybe I, we have a couple of managers that have recruited a lot, but like several of our managers are simply plugging themselves into the recruiting program that we, we pay for and we provide and they're building massive offices through that program. Yeah. And that's actually, um, one of the reasons why river isn't here. We miss him on the, the podcast, by the way, river, we, we, uh, appreciate you and all the work that you're putting in right now. He's, he's actually out getting a new office up and running. Um, but any business that doesn't have good processes is going to fail any mm-hmm. business. It doesn't have to be within this industry. And so the fact that we are in this industry and we are putting in good processes, right. And, and, uh, we wear that on our chest every single day, right? Trust the process. We, we talk to our reps about that every single day, chop wood, carry water, do the simple things. It's not about, it's not just about the hype. Mm-hmm. It's do the simple things that will earn you a good income and that will give you balance of life. And I think that we try to be a good representation of that. Like being able to spend time with my family is everything to me, everything mm-hmm. like beyond, you know, beyond being able to have extra money in the bank or nice cars or whatever. This has given me the opportunity that I never had. I never had this, you know, anywhere else. And I'm not saying that other people don't, but that's just not the opportunity that I had was to have the flexibility to be with my family year round, you know, and where, yeah, of course there's some late nights, but there's late nights with any job, mm-hmm. yep. but, but I get to be home. I get to be in my home year round. I don't have to pack up a U-Haul and move. I get to be in my home year round and, and just have that time with my family. And it's just, it's everything to me. And that, and that's what this life is, in my opinion, it is all about is making those memories with your family. And I've found that since, you know, I was able to, to make memories and, and have good experiences with when I was in security, when I, when I was doing satellite, but even more so I could say probably two, three times that I have, I have the time, the experiences with, with family, um, now that I, I, I didn't have before and it, and it's huge. It makes a difference for you and your life. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking about it, 
going back to what Jason and Jess are talking about before they came out, before Valor came into Fluent, I, I, I noticed what they were doing. I noticed Valor and noticed the, the waves they were making. I, I wondered how they were able to do so many accounts here in Utah. It, and and I, I was hitting them up here and there constantly wondering, you know, how are they doing this? What, what's the difference? And I think the difference maker is, is that process Jason was talking about making it simple for the reps. If you're thinking about coming on board with us, I can tell you going, I've worked with several different companies and it is a, a lot of times they have some training set up, but it's not the same. It's not, we literally hold your hand until you're ready to go. And even beyond that, I mean, some of the guys will say it's almost annoying the way that we, yeah. we do it, but, but it helps them. And, and we're here for you. If you're thinking about making a jump in the industry, we're here to support you and get you through it. And don't be scared to come into solar because we figured out a way to, to make it work for, for anybody coming in. I mean, Jess is, you're recruiting from, we're not just recruiting industry guys. Yeah. We're, 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 we're recruiting across the board. Well, Bryson, thanks for coming on. I'm sure you'll be on for more me. frequently. We were excited to excited. to get you in here today. I know we've invited you before and wasn't didn't line up, but glad that uh, glad that you're able to come on and appreciate all the 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 wise words, guys. We'll we'll uh, see you guys next time. If you if you enjoyed the episode, please uh, share it with all your pest control friends. No, I'm just kidding. Please please share it. <laughs> hit, the, please, hit the subscribe button. Put the, the top subscribe of the page. button. Share it with your friends. <laughs> Um, hopefully we, we brought some value that you can get out of it. Um, see you guys next time. Take care.